It's Tepo Waffle Time! Yay! Welcome to Tepo Waffle, and today it's Troy's turn to talk about something that he has chosen to be the topic. Okay. Oh, my chair's really squeaky. That's going to be fun for everyone today's to listen Today's topic is how squeaky is Troy's, Troy's chair? <laughs> Okay, eventually we'll have to do a podcast about accents. Uh, my choice chair accent. Yes. Okay. All right. So, uh, as uh, nobody's aware of at all, uh, there's this whole pandemic thing going around, which is quite disruptive to jobs and society and and stuff. Yeah. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Okay. And uh, as part of this, about a week ago. Steve said to me, hey, that school needs a P6 teacher. And for those who aren't in the know, P6 means primary. Primary 6, yes, grade 6. So those are 12-year-old students. Yeah. And I, in my long and storied career, have dedicated my life to avoiding teaching primary school, which means that I've taught high school. Yes. Taught university. Yes. I've taught adults. Yes. I've even taught kindergarten. Well, which I isn't mean, primary school. You, well, kindergarten yes, okay, is not I mean, primary you, school. You it's have, different. You have done a good job avoiding primary school. Anyway, it's caught up with you. Okay, but P6 is not really primary. They're pretty much high school, right? Mm, they're on the cusp. This okay. is the beginning of the academic year, so these guys are early grade 6. Okay, but so I said, wait, no. Oh, wait, P6. Are they practically high school? Sure. Do it. Troy did it. Love it. So off I go to teach this uh, class, course. It's not group class, though. It's three or four. 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 There's four classes. Okay, so I get there on my first day, and uh, the head teacher says, uh, I put you, uh, I see you have a free period on period three, so uh, you're covering the uh, IEP twos. Which are grade twos. Now, just a little bit of background. Because of this pandemic that Troy was talking about earlier on, the grade sixes are not the only class course schedule that's uncovered. Okay, but I so the get grade twos. this grade two class. I don't know who their teacher is. Well, I they don't, don't, they the don't have one. I don't even know what building they're in, okay. where the classroom is, etc. ad infinitum. Uh, a little bit more background. It's a big school, and there are multiple buildings. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so I find a guy, and I say, I, you're in that building? And he says, yes. And I say, take me there. Just show me where it is. It's, it's 7.45 or 8 a.m. or whatever. The class is at half past nine. I've got a class immediately before it, but as long as I know where I have to get to, I'll figure it out. Okay. So, so are we talking about the grade 6 classes or the grade 2 classes? The, the mysterious the t- grade 2. The, twos, the okay. mysterious grade 2s. Okay, shows me the building and I go, right, so I'm in there. And he goes, no, I'm in there. And I say, okay, you're on this floor. Which, which room doesn't have a teacher? And he says, that one. I go, okay, I'm in there. That'll do. And I went back downstairs. It's 8 o'clock at this time. We've got half an hour left until classes start. I'm really focused on the lesson that I planned. So For the grade sixes? Yeah. Okay. And I, 
at five lessons of grade sixes, fine. I can do it. Run through my material, count my photocopies, organize my folder. This is exciting. Go teach my I'm grade nervous, just... Go teach my grade six class. And it goes really well. Okay. Okay? Fine. So grade sixes are not too scary. Okay. And then go down four flights of stairs across a quad, a building, through the courtyard, uh, along the garden path, past the fountain, uh, around the staircase, to the 17th floor, <laughs> and I get to the grade two, so I'm a little bit sweaty. Okay. Okay. And I, for some reason, in my mind, I'd just gone, I've got this really good lesson planned. You know, day one lesson, you yeah. plan a really good day one lesson, it's an icebreaker lesson, whatever. I'll, I'll just do that. And I walk in, and within, I'm going to say, four seconds, I go, expletive. I didn't say that aloud. Why Why were you expletive Immediately I went, what the hell were you thinking? It's grade two, man. Okay, so this is the drop from grade six to grade two. From yeah, 12 and years old it's so seven. long since I've taught kids that young that it just didn't factor into my mind that... No, you can't organise grade twos. You can get them to follow, you can lead, but you can't organise them and expect them to do their own thing unless you just let them do their own thing. Yeah, especially since uh, very until very recently, these were actually grade ones. Yeah. These are new grade twos. Okay. Okay, Keep so... Uh, that's fine. Uh, I've got... Uh, the ABC game, that'll work. I do it all the time. The ABC game will work. The ABC game is just start very simple. Let's go around in a circle, or, or along lines, whatever, and just say the alphabet as quick as you can, but one student, one letter, right. which is actually a oh lot gosh. harder than it seems because yeah. the students have only memorized the alphabet. They haven't learned the letters, so they don't know what letter is after P, Okay. And without going okay. okay, after three minutes or four minutes, okay, that's not going to work because by the time I get up to B, okay, by the time I get up to F and the student forgets and I help them remember the whole <laughs> other side of the room is getting antsy. And, well, they're not getting antsy, they're just kids, they're chatting and playing and having fun and being children. Okay, right, that one won't work. All right, that's fine. I've got the uh, the option of getting them out of their chairs because that's much better with young kids. Get them out of their chairs. So I get them out of their chairs and seven minutes later, I've got them out of their chairs and I've got some students standing at the back of the room, some students at the front and on the sides and... and by the time I do that... Okay, but, but I, I must stop you here. This, this, the problem that you're talking about is the problem that every teacher who substitutes for a group that's completely new but not yeah. in the... Big, like, you can't actually do an icebreaker because they're not your class and you're never going to see them again. Perhaps. Perhaps, or maybe... Okay, or but don't, I mean, if, if it's a substitution week, every teacher who goes in there can't do an icebreaker because that'll just... So you've got to pick up from wherever the last teacher was as if 
they know you or and you know them and but you don't know where the last teacher was because there was no communication I, about I that. I actually didn't even have a book. Right. So you walk in with a bag of tricks. This is what substitute teachers I, I'm, do. I'm, I'm walking with whatever's in my head. Right. Well, I'm walking... Actually... No, 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 true. but I mean, the, the point is that a substitution class <laughs> involves a bag of tricks, right? Yeah. And if, you're, if you don't have a bag of tricks for... Because you've never taught grade twos before, then your bag of tricks is pretty empty and you're drawing on tricks that don't fit with the age group or the class that you're doing and therefore you stand there going let's try this thing uh no that's not gonna work okay let's try Try that thing that that i think yeah and that was the and it's the longest 50 minutes in your yeah exactly i I kept on going where am i at on time i'm seven (laughs) i'm seven minutes in and i don't do that i'm the opposite i'm i'm the person who goes where am i at on time (gasps) I'm 40 minutes in. I'm only 10 minutes into my lesson plan. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I have this problem with grade three. So I'm not a very good primary school teacher. I'm, it's not my strength. And grade ones and twos, you can kind of manipulate them because they still want to please the teacher. And grade fives and sixes, you can kind of manipulate them because they want to be with their friends. You can work that into your strategy of how you're going to move. There's always some trick but to But grade threes, them. there's no trick. They no, don't want you... I'm sure there is. You're just not a grade three teacher. Well, I'm so Which not... I'm sure there is with this grade two class. I'm just not a grade two teacher. No, 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 yet. But the thing is that if you substitute a grade two class every day for the next three no. weeks... If I teach a grade two class until I know all the things that I need to know, and, and I'm sorry, but, but I'd then, love to but say then, it was two weeks. Okay, but, but then you've got to be, you've got to shrug your shoulders and say, okay, every time I substitute for this particular grade now, because I'm not experienced enough as a grade two teacher to have any strength to do anything else, it's just going to be a disaster. So I'm going to s- tread water. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. You can't no. trade water. No. no, no. No teacher should ever do that. Well, no, no. school should be ever... No, 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 but no school should be doing that. But No, the teacher's job is to teach, not to fill the hour. Right? But, uh, but are, okay, but in, uh, Yes, yes, sure. But in this particular case, are you the teacher? I mean, you are a no, teacher. No, no, I'm the teacher. My job is to teach. For one I hour. I want them to... Uh, fine. One hour, one minute. I do. I've got a class on Tuesday. I'm going to a hospital. I'm going to teach a, a class of, I've forgotten, people at a hospital. They're adults. I haven't learned it yet. Better get yeah, yeah, but onto I mean, that. But, 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 I'm only going to see them once. I'm their teacher for that day. Uh, but you are a highly experienced teacher who has worked with a lot of adults in the workplace before yeah the fact that they're doctors or whatever they are and not whatever you've previously taught is not going to make any difference because you you're going to just focus on the fact that they're learning language and you'll put them into pairs and get them asking questions and then make groups and you'll do the things that you do you you'll you've got a set of routines am i right that you'll follow because they're adults class if you're teaching a group of teens you won't quite do it like that you'll do it like this because teens don't work the same way um none of those strategies are going to work with grade two no (laughs) so so you're treading water i know you're not supposed to be 
And I don't want to be. No. I could. I could tread no, no, water. No, no, no. It's not I that you want to, or it's not that, that you don't want to or you want to. It's, it's the, I'm in a situation where I've never been before. And we've all been there. I mean, you've been there. Even though you've been teaching for 30 years, you were there once. Um, well, uh, yeah, once, two days ago. <laughs> I, was, I was there two days ago. You were there two days ago. So, treading water. Okay, so tell me how you treaded water this lesson. Okay. Um, okay, so you found out that two of your activities didn't want to work. Uh, yeah, and were they, I... Were the kids trying to play along with you, or were they, were they losing interest? Both. Okay. Both. They were trying, but they couldn't really follow me, and they obviously didn't have any routine or any regular teacher, and they didn't know what was going on. Right. And um, the type, there, there was no co-teacher in the room. Um, it was me, and that's fine. I like kids. Kids are fun. One-on-one, or even one-on-ten, maybe. One this on was 35. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I'm going to guess between 25 and 30. Uh, so, I put out my TPR game, so after the standing up around the room and we did a little body language stuff, which kind of worked, which trying to get them to stand properly, okay, got them to sit back in their chair. Now, I must have tried that for about 10 minutes, which breaks my fundamental rule for young kids, which is Keep five minutes, moving, yeah, yeah. five minutes. Don't do anything for more than five minutes. After five minutes, you don't have to stop it and start a whole brand new thing, but you have to change something. But I just was persisting. I persisted way too long. Finally went, no, no, okay. We sat down, we did a TPR game. Do you know the TPR, do as I, what is it? Someone says. N- no, it's do as I say, not as I do. Okay. So you but say no, yeah. nose and touch your nose, you say ear and touch your ear, yeah. and then you say chin and, and touch your oh, eye. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we did that for a while, they loved that, it was working fantastic. Saw so that was starting to fade, uh, and went, okay, so we'll do the, a Pictionary game that works with kids, which is draw a shape, and they'll say the shape, draw another shape, they'll say the shape. And until the shapes become something and then they say the thing and they get all excited. So you draw a circle and a circle and another circle. And then they go, oh, a monkey! Okay, so the shapes become monkeys. (coughs) Okay, so at this point, I'm probably about 35 minutes in. Okay. And a student comes up to me, comes really close. And I said, I don't know how to draw a dinosaur. And he went, dinosaur, dinosaur. And I said, can you draw a dinosaur? And he said, (gasps) because I offered him the marker. He went, (gasps) and he took the marker and drew (laughs) a blobby, shapey, thingy thing. Were the kids trying to guess what he was drawing? Yeah. And as he was trying to draw it, another student went, Teacher, teacher, wait, wait, me, me, I can, I can, I can. And okay. I said, okay, you, you can too. And so he ran up. And I said, wait, you got to wait. Just wait, wait, wait. 
body language, wait, wait, wait. And another student, me too, well, I can too. And I said, okay, okay, just fine, but wait, wait. And so there were three students in line. And then I turned to the whiteboard and he'd kind of drawn his blobby thing and I said, okay, everyone, what is it? And I turned around to say, okay, what is it? And almost the whole class was standing in line. To draw the picture on the board. To draw so they, they'd found something that they wanted to do in your lesson. And they completely took over. Okay. That was it. The last 15 minutes of my lesson. Okay, maybe it was only 10, but... What? Would they the, make three lines and, and draw? No, they were just taking it in turns to come and draw. And they were in a big, long line. And my only role was to, when they got to a point where they were finished-ish, to say, okay, everyone, what is it? And they had to guess. Well, and it's if they didn't guess, I had yeah. to say... I mean, is this, it a dog? So the thing is that this is the problem of uh, young children and routines. Yeah, very much, yeah. Yeah, and they obviously have a routine from some previous teacher that they like and they want to reenact that. And you're walking into a class, you don't know that routine. The previous teacher who's in there also substituting also didn't know the routine. Uh, there hasn't been a routine. So I want to tell you a story. Along the same line. Okay, wait, I've just got to pause before... I just want to get to the conclusion of this. So while the students are doing this, the head teacher and the Thai teacher come back into the room. And I turn to them and just kind of go... (sighs) And they were fine. They were absolutely fine with what was going on. The students had completely taken over the classroom. And they were absolutely fine. Somebody walking into the class is not going to know that that's what's happened. They're going to look at the class and go, wow, this teacher's got some sort of activity going on. But in my mind... I, I would if I was observing that lesson no, but you only wouldn't. that activity, only that, I would say Where's the, the learning? No, and the wait time on this is insane. Yeah. You've got twenty five students lined up to draw one at a time. No, but you see, okay, but but think about it from the head teacher's perspective. She walks into the class, a teacher who she doesn't know well, teaching a class that she knows you know don't know well, and she walks in and the cl- the class is not going wild. There are no broken windows. Uh, <laughs> there's the, no bloody noses. The reason why I'm laughing is I've had plenty of teachers walk into my classrooms and go, go, oh, my God, they're going wild. And I'm sitting there going, yes, this is, this is it's going exactly class. according to plan. Yeah. And this is a class that looks like it's going smoothly. But in actual fact, the kids have to me, I'm going, derailed the lesson. I, well, not derail, but... I, I think it's an inefficient use okay. of so let me, let time. me tell, tell me your story. Right, my story. Um, one day I was in a school and there was no teacher and I said, yeah, I'll teach the class. And didn't know, but it was one of those notoriously difficult classes. I love those classes. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, and it was great too. And I'm not, I'm not strong with that, as you know. But I'm a teacher trainer and I'm really famous and everybody knows that I can do anything. And, and you're Steve. Steve, Steve will handle yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. So I went into the class and it was an unmitigated disaster. I lost control of the students from the moment I walked in. <laughs> um, I did one activity and all the girls got involved but the boys wouldn't. I got a different activity going, all the boys got involved but the girls didn't. It didn't matter what I did, there was some group of students that were just just not involved at all 
And then I started losing control of, there were three or four really difficult boys and I lost control of them. And I thought to myself, okay, look, I've, I've tried changing activities three or four times and not working. I've run out of things to do. I thought, let me just calm them down. So I took them all outside onto the onto the balcony and had them sit down in two lines. And they sat down in two lines and started fighting with each other. Um, <laughs> So I sent the girls into the class and kept the boys out, thinking, well, let me just calm the boys down. And then the girls inside the class <laughs> went, it was a nightmare. It was absolutely And while this was all happening, two of the teachers come up to see how I'm doing. Um, so I, it was clear to anybody that things were not going well. Um, there was one boy who was crying. There was one boy who had lost his, his another boy had pulled his tie off and it had snapped. And it was just a complete <laughs> Um The next day I went in to teach it again, but I had some background now and I went in with 35 songs and 635 worksheets and 4,000 activities. And um, instead of just walking into the class and thinking I was going to magically f- find yeah. a way to change. Which is what you're talking about Which now, is, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I mean, you think, okay, well, I've, I've got 30 years of teaching experience. How it's hard fine. this can be? No, it, it's just not. You, it can be with a group of pre-university students. Or well, it can group. be for a group that I'm, yeah, I've, I've done 7,000 of that type of thing. Right, right. I can do it while sleeping. So it means that when we go into a group of grade twos, um, this is Sunay's world, we've yeah. got to go in with 4,000 hours of prepared work because nothing's going to work for us and we need to be able to just jump around we yeah. need to jump jump around so this is a web this podcast is about failure by the sounds of things um it's not only about that it's also about the the point that do you have experience are you ex- are you an experienced teacher steve i am an experienced teacher yes and what does that count for i mean it your experience is your experience and just because you know what you're doing doesn't not mean that you know what that guy's doing yeah, and, and see, how to do that guy's job. I, and yeah, I think that when when a class like this fails, I mean, I look back on that class that was, um, and that was the first class that I can genuinely say it was a failure for a long time. Yeah. And in a way, I was quite pleased that I did it because it, I was out of my comfort zone. Yep. I hadn't prepared, yep. and it woke me up to the fact that it. It doesn't matter how experienced I am. I still need to go into a class prepared and think about what I can't just say. Yeah, I'll do that to and and yeah. and, um, and I think that a lot of the teachers around me got quite a lot of confidence boost by the fact that I also failed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So um, two days after that class, I covered another P two class, different wing of the building. Um, this one was behind oh, yeah, the fountain, fountain oh. beyond the rotunda, okay. uh, next to the gazebo, mm-hmm. um, up the seven, seventh flight of stairs. And it was so smooth, and I was so bored. Everything went smoothly and according to plan. See, so you did one lesson of grade no, two, and it, now you're an experienced, no, perfect teacher. it was a, a completely different group of students. And they were so well behaved, and they were so docile, and friendly, and nice, and easy, and I was, okay, I was a bit more at ease, because I was, okay, I've just done this two days before. Well, now now that you've said that, the at ease thing, um, so 
I also think that when you walk into a classroom prepared and you have a sense of being in control, the kids pick up on that too. And they know, okay, well, this teacher's got it in hand. If you walk into a class and you go, you look around, you go, okay, so we're going to play um, a game. Yeah. Um, um, they, they kind of, I don't think they pick up, up on it necessarily, but they do. Subconsciously Some, somehow. Somehow. I mean, happen. this other class that I walked into, it was exactly the same situation. I showed up to work. They said, oh, uh, you're covering that class at that time. And it was early morning in between two classes. And this time... I went, okay, what is it? What time? Which book? What page? What are we doing? And then I sat down and I scribbled, literally just scribbled a lesson plan. I had little notes and arrows and scribbles. And and so I was prepared. I prepared a lesson for them. Now, the lesson that I prepared for them probably would have taken two hours. And I only got through the first 20 minutes of it in the 40 minutes that I was with them. But... I walked in and went, right, okay, so. And it was smooth and easy, but kind of boring. So, do you like boring classes of docile children or, or hectic paddling up to keep your head above water classes of wild and boisterous students who... You... I'd like the class where I'm well-planned and they're insane. I want the best of both. No, the, I want the the best of my world and the worst of their world. That's um, not an analogy. The, yeah, the the thing about boisterous students, which a lot of teachers don't like, um, is that they are exciting to teach and they do have a lot of personality. And they they're energetic. They you know, I, you know give me a class of uh, raging lunatics uh, anytime. Anytime before you give me a class of. of docile sheep who just go yes teacher you are a weird and wonderful teacher I spent the last three days teaching everyone to stop saying good morning Tate yeah I hate that too they, they know immediately I just go ah, da, 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 and they go good morning teacher and I go yes thank you it's time for a word from our sponsor today's yeah. sponsor is Stedler how do you pronounce that a yeah. razor brand well I don't know Stedler if, if we follow Stedler. The Le. pronunciation in Latin, A-E is I, so it's Steidler, I would imagine. Um, so let's just call it Steidler. They how, make... How do you know it's not Steidler? They make erasers. Steidler. I'm, I'm ignoring that for the purpose of our sponsor, since they sponsored us. <laughs> <laughs> they make erasers. Now, I want to tell you one of the wonderful things about erasers. If you make a mistake... <laughs> If you make a mistake... You, you can go back you and erase can, the class erase that you mistaught. <laughs> yes. But you can't do that with teaching. If you've taught a bad class or the class or a class that when you've got to live with that for the rest of your life, but not if you've got a Steidler eraser. Steidler. 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 Yeah. Steidler. And um, you, if you're writing a blog, you can erase that too. And by the way, yep. primary school and lower secondary... They love getting fascinated with the little, like, crummy stuff that comes off the eraser. What's up with that? That's right. They're, you What's know, I had a class that? that called that um, rubber poo. <laughs> that was really cool. In English. In English, yeah. That was really <laughs> right? Okay. Hold on, guys. Go make some rubber poo. Rubber poo for... for <laughs> no, from? not rubber poo. I mean, poo from rubber, not poo that's rubber. 
You know what I mean, right? Yeah, I do. Okay. Tough Waffle is proudly brought to you by the Nonstop Wafflers, Troy and Steve. For any questions, comments, complaints, or queries, you can email Tough Waffle at gmail.com or visit tufflewaffle.com. <laughs>